Well, welcome to Reckless Move Season 2 Player Interviews. We're kind of starting our campaign October 9th, 2022, and we have a couple players here. I'm Michael Cremeen. I'm the Dungeon Master, and I always say because I am a masochist. And <laughs> we have a, a couple of our uh, players here. We have uh, Mandy Elliott, and she is playing an interesting um, character. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> and we also have Keegan O'Shea. You guys are the um, uh, newer players to Reckless Moves, and uh, welcome to Season 2. I'm really glad you guys decided to join us on our crazy journey. So uh, <laughs> yeah. the first thing I was asking, I'll, I'll start with, um, with you, Mandy. What, what got you into D&D? Like, what's your gaming, what was your gaming journey that led you there? Yeah, um, so I haven't started, or I didn't start playing D&D until... Um, well into 2020. And wow. that was kind okay. of our reintroduction into socializing was every now and again, we would get together with um, a couple from my husband's work and we would play super casually. You know, we started with board game nights. Then, you know, my husband's friend mentioned he was a DM and we thought, oh, that sounds like fun. You know, we've clearly D&D's gotten really a lot more popular and mainstream so we've heard sure. about it it's interesting it seems like a lot of fun so that's how we kind of got started and it's you know it's been a great experience ever since then so you dove in really quickly and ended up being on another uh podcast <laughs> yes um, <laughs> which uh, involves wine i think Yes, it does. That's <laughs> awesome. And other beverages, but yes, yeah. <laughs> Wizards and Wine, which is uh uh you are you were a cast member there. And um I got to uh, listen to you on that podcast and when there was time for uh season 2 to figure out who would be playing, I thought you'd be a great addition. But you're also Thanks. newer, which is it's kind of great because we have people that are like Roger who's been playing as long as I have and we're in our fifties and we've been playing since like, you know, we were a long time since like, <laughs> since like I was 10. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, 79. <laughs> um, so you're, you're newer than that and newer to D&D. &D. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's which true. Is, which is awesome. So, um, so uh, Keegan, same question. How did you get into Dungeons and Dragons? Um, I ended up playing in a campaign with you from a former, right. from a player who was in season one, Mark, ended up being a DM in another campaign. That's where we met as players. That's right. Yeah. Um, played a wild magic sorcerer, which was tons of fun. Still is. Um but yeah, I first got into D&D, probably my first session was in 2017, but I had played the board game Wrath of a Shardalon back oh, in like yeah, 2014 yeah. and 2013, which was, you know, it's DM 101 for dumb or Dungeons and Dragons right. 101 for dummies. Like it's tons of fun. Um, and I've always been interested in it since. 101 for dummies. I'm going to use that. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, it's great introductory stuff. Um, and then eventually, uh, you know, pandemic happened. I was looking for things to listen to while I was driving into work and I found some D&D &D podcasts. Which ones got, did you uh, tune into? Um, I really like Dimension 20 with oh, yeah. Brendan Lee Mulligan. Yep. Yeah, super great. Um, 
I did some with the uh, McElroy brothers too. Um, yep. Listen to them a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah, listen to a lot of D and D podcasts over the pandemic. Um, ended up doing remote sessions with my brother in law and another player from this campaign from our other game as well, Matt Pearl. Um, right. Who's we did a also, few sessions there. Yeah, well, he we did his interview last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, we had fun together, um, you know, kind of fell apart as these things do. Um, and Matt eventually invited me into Mark's game. Um, so he just asked if I had Fridays free, that it would be tons of fun. And he said he'd recommended me. So I joined up and I've been having a blast with it ever since. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun. It's uh, drawing to a close, which is just about the time this is uh, getting the new season is starting on on Sunday nights. So yeah. exciting, exciting. Um, so uh, in the campaigns that you guys have be, been in, I know you're kind of newer. I'm really curious, like what you like, do you like more role playing? Do you like combat? A little bit of both. Like, what about you, Mandy? What's the, what kind of mix do you like in the game? Um, I think that role playing and talking with the other players at the table and interacting with the NPCs, that's far and away my favorite part. Um, mm. And I like combat too, but I think being a newer player and just maybe the characters that I've played thus far in my D&D career, I guess you could say, um, I haven't really, I guess I've noticed that sometimes my style of playing is I lean into doing the same thing over and over again, because it seems like the most effective. Mm. Um, and sometimes, you know, if you're unsuccessful and you're trying to do the same thing over and over, it gets a little bit, I won't say frustrating, but it's not as fun as, <laughs> you know, the interaction. The role, you're more into the role playing, which absolutely. If, if you listen to Wizards of Wine, there's very little combat. Like there is combat right. for sure, but it's a lot of uh, dialogue and exposition and the characters figuring stuff out and right. snail races and we, <laughs> <laughs> like really fun stuff. Keegan, um, same question for you. What's, uh, uh, I, I'm a little, I have a little insight, but just so for those that haven't played another game with you, um, what, uh, what kind of mix do you like in a game? Um, I mean, you know, clearly, as you know, I love a lot of RP, um, mostly cause honestly, in the <clears throat> podcasts that I tried out over, you know, 2020 and into 2021, the ones that had better story-driven role-playing were always so much more fun to engage with. Um, and it's, I feel like it's more fun as a player to like build that story in that way um, rather than, mm. you know, just letting, leaving it up to the dice. Right. And, you know, I made a comment with you guys before and I'll share here that I think my job is to facilitate fun and knowing what you guys want to do and how you, I mean, you have agency. So if you end up talking with the other players to figure things out, instead of going run Pellwell into combat, that's cool. Like I, I'm more, I'm intrigued when people find creative ways not to get into combat. Like there is definitely going to be combat. Don't get me wrong. That's definitely part of the game. And one of the things I like about Foundry, what we use is that we've done a lot of um, things to speed that up. Plus the house rules are designed to make the combat move quickly and, and more descriptive than it is 
Um, plus, it's really cool when you see like magic missile hit. Yeah. <laughs> the, the animations are like, it's just fun. It makes the combat <laughs> more visual too, as you're ver verbally descriptive for the podcast version, but for the what the players see in the streaming version, a large portion of the overlay is, is, you know, the screen, what the players are seeing. Well, what the observer character is seeing. <laughs> I just don't share the DM layer. <laughs> um, well, tell me, tell me about your characters. Let's, uh, okay, so Mandy, let's start with you. Um, <laughs> yes. You have a character named Ublek. Who is, yes. a, who is a plasmoid <laughs> warlock? So yeah. tell me about what 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 caused this, like how you chose this. <laughs> just to be clear, it's a new race that's a part of the uh spelljammer release, which mm -hmm. is not is is a facet of the campaign, but it's not the central part. Like it's not a space campaign. Although if right. you guys go to space, then I guess it is, you know, like <laughs> depends on where you guys go, right? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I just saw Keegan do the, the horns. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> Ublek is a genderless plasmoid. Um, and genderless what I, plasmoid. I love it. So wait, I, wait, how do yes. we address? Is it it? It. It. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so the reason that I picked the plasmoid was I really wanted to try out the Spelljammer races just because they seemed really new and exciting. And, you know, of course, it's like a shiny new toy on Christmas. Of course, that's, <laughs> of course, that's what I want to, you know, try out and see how it works. Um, and what I love about the plasmoid is that they really didn't give a lot of history information, you know, along with the race. They didn't really go into where they came from or right. anything kind of beyond how they function as far as like, you know, how do they eat? How do they sleep? Whatever. And so I felt like that kind of gives so much freedom to a player yeah. to kind of invent, well, where did this ball of goo come from? <laughs> and what does it do and what you know what was right. its childhood like and I and also it just felt goofy and that's <laughs> kind of what I like is just the goofiness right. <laughs> so that's yeah that's how Ublek <laughs> came to be fascinating I love it um mm -hmm. and uh without revealing backstory well I guess you can't really talk about it without really backstory so let's just suffice to say you are a genderless plasmoid warlock um, yes. <laughs> named Ublek, short for Ooh. And I wrote yes. little, uh, the bio that you wrote up was pretty funny. Um, oh, uh, by the way, you can look at all of the characters. Um, they're starting at level three in this campaign, um, just because level one and two are, you know, go so fast. It's, <laughs> it's, I think it's moot. Um, and uh, you can see all of their like the player bios and the character sheets at recklessmoves.com. Just look at your players and Keegan, um, same questions uh, without revealing too much backstory. Uh, tell me about Rhett. So, um, <clears throat> Rhett Lucosi came, uh, came to me on a uh, commute back home from Wake. Uh, I was thinking, <laughs> uh, now what should my next character be? And uh, for whatever reason, 
Colonel Sanders popped into my head. And uh, (laughs) I was originally going to play him as an infernal paladin. Uh, (laughs) You face a character on Kentucky I love that. Oh my God. So, So as I learned, like the parameters of the game and everything that we're doing, um, right. you know, I kind of refined. Unique. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of refined like what this person is going to be. Um, he's from born to the Lacosi family, you know, very well known, I guess. Um, yep. you know, he grew up in money, uh, unlike his creator. Um, <laughs> he's never known <laughs> for want. Um, always lived with the uh, expectation hanging over his head. Right. Um, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, he's he's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of character growth in store for him, coming from a place of naivete and ignorance and privilege, um, learning more about how the world actually is, um, and then you know having a change of heart, yada yada yada, blah blah blah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, with uh, so both of you, I love your backstories, and and uh, we're going to get into that, but we don't want to reveal too much here. Um, so. One of the things we're going to do next week is, uh, you know, as people get to know us during the campaign, you'll you'll hear different things. Tell me something uh, that uh, the the campaign that no no one knows about you, Mandy. <laughs> no one knows about. Oh, tell you something the, that all, nobody all knows about me that none of us know about you. Oh, me as a person, yeah. not my character. Okay, yeah. sorry. I just want to make sure I clarify that. I'm um, clarify that question. You, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh man, something that nobody knows about me. Um I like I like to sing. I took voice lessons for a year and a half. Um and now I'm looking to start that back up again. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. I'll share that I'm a musician as well. I've been a oh, cool. I play multiple instruments. I'm a mostly a drummer. I play uh uh in a band here in vegas that's awesome i'm gonna have to listen to you guys i consider myself a collector of instruments but i can't really (laughs) play any of them (laughs) i have a lot but i can't play them (laughs) got it uh keegan what about you oh me um well my original education was in recording um and studio mixing yeah um in a post limewire world so, you know, clearly I'm a smart and intelligent human being who thinks things through. Um, <laughs> industry dead was dead before I arrived. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, now I do corporate AV. Um, so oh. able to apply those skills in that manner. Um, yeah, that's it's a it's an interesting world because uh, we do a, we do corporate gigs and we often have like in Vegas, there's the corporate AV people sometimes hire us to do the, the everything because we have a stage and we have lighting and sound and all that. But often we just show up and play because it's all there. Like the company has hired already hired an AB company hmm. to do all that. So it's uh, and another, never know. We might actually work together someday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mostly do teleconferencing stuff, but yeah, it, it's, That's it's funny. possible. <laughs> um, all right. So uh so tell me what you guys uh what interested you about this particular campaign Hmm. um well roger actually recommended 
me for this campaign. Um, he was the one who kind of reached out and said, Hey, I know someone who's looking for, you know, a female player. And, you know, I just wanted to see if you were interested in that. Um, and when he asked me, we, we were only in the wizards and wine campaign, which runs every other week. Right. And every time Colin, my husband and I leave that table, we go, I can't believe it's two weeks until we get to play D and D again. <laughs> I know that feeling. So, yeah. so really I was just excited to play anything, but I tell everybody, you know, that I talk to about my D and D adventures here that I feel like I hit the lottery with two really super cool campaigns that, you know, just are so exciting and there's so many different layers to them. And, you know, it's, it's way different from the casual type of playing we were doing in the Midwest before we moved here. Right. Well, it, I, I hope it's still casual and fun, but. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Like the only difference is we were streaming. So we, we need to start on time. Like it's the only difference. <laughs> it's not, you know, that's, oh. <laughs> it's really the only difference between what you were doing and also depending on schedules, you know, not to reveal behind the scenes, but <laughs> we might put, an episode in the can if someone has to travel and then just, you know, broadcast it at our, our, our broadcast time is Sunday at 6 PM. Um, we intend that to be always live. If, if it's not, then we'll be live in the chat because, <laughs> you know, with, with six, with six players, um, our first campaign, we had, we were audio only and we had 94 episodes of, uh, minimum three hours content. Now, what we're doing here is a little different. We're we're it's max three hours. Like we want to we want we don't want to go over three. Um, not because we're doing it every week for one, and also I I want to let the campaign breathe a little. Does that make sense? Like if mm-hmm. longer yeah. sessions tend to people get tired and and right and. Um, we live in a short attention span world. So some people <laughs> might listen to the audio, which is great. And some people will, you know, pop it on YouTube, um, or, or Facebook or Twitch, whichever they're on. Um, mm-hmm. so have you, um, given the, uh, a little bit of the campaign world, Alanoria has, uh, there was an incident in the past and I'll introduce all this next week. Um, uh, one thing I'm going to ask all you players is to ask questions of me, (laughs) just as I've been asking questions (laughs) of each of you every week, two by two. Um, so now that that's all done next week is, is reversal. (laughs) Oh, fun. (laughs) Is, uh, you guys get to ask questions of me. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll put it into our, uh, our channel, um, a reminder and you can just pop questions out and I'll, I'll do those in a, uh, just a single cam session and answer all your questions. Um, I also am going to put it out there. If anyone has any questions about the campaign or the players or how we run things, um, the house rules, have you guys looked through the house rules? And um, I, I think they're designed to, for example, uh, I don't like rolling for potions. Like potions are just maxed. Uh, crit, crits are <laughs> double every dice. Um uh, despite the fact of one D and D monsters can crit too in my world. <laughs> 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 I, 
because I think one D and D the concept is great, but it's going to be a long time. It's going to be maybe deep into our campaign before it's even fleshed out. Right. If we, mm -hmm. if this will be a, you know, year and a half campaign, like the last one. Um, uh, and just FYI, we're going to be dark on Christmas and New Year's. So putting that out there to the, whoever's listening, <laughs> uh, we'll publish our schedule on the website as well. Uh, at recklessmovies.com. Uh, so what else guys, what, any questions you guys have? Um, oh. I don't, I don't think so. Not for me. What, what? like, Go ahead. I, I could probably find it if I looked on the website enough, but what are we actually calling the clerical core or the, the group organization of the, the uh, organization that, uh, ended up being the power of the entire kingdom of Alenoria is uh, the temple of Kutho. And, uh, Kutho was the cleric that fought, uh, Celesto. Uh, Celesto was trying the history of the, the deep history um, is that uh, hundreds of years ago, there was a um, very powerful wizard named Celesto. This is, this is what's in the doctrine. This is what you guys know. Um, I will always say just cause you know, it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what's in the, in the doctrine is that uh, Celesto tried to do a uh, basically summon a god to enslave him, and it um, Kutho, the cleric, went and um, stopped it, and it kind of broke one region of the world. Which uh, there's a huge explosion. Celesto was killed, and you know, to the victors, write the histories. Um, so as a result, for the last couple hundred years, ma magic is only um, allowed with uh, licensed by the temple. So this is a, a clerical order that uh, runs the kingdom. And uh, they also, uh, they're very wealthy. They run the transportation. Um, you guys have seen the map. I'll share the map with uh, next week. Um, during my interview talk a little about the different regions of, of the kingdom. Um, and that's just one starting point. Like that's the starting kingdom. And there's 40 cities, something like that. <laughs> maybe, maybe 30. Um, and each one of those has a backstory and each one of those has a politics and a reason for being. And um, there's another one that uh, is not on the map because one of the players here, uh, well, looks like uh, Mandy froze. I hope she's comes back. Um, no, there she goes. I'm sorry, <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were frozen for a second. You had this interesting. <laughs> I thought you were curious. <laughs> um, so, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, uh, I thought you were out waiting to ask a question because <laughs> it was frozen. But that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a temple of the Kutho and the, uh, um, so again, licensed magic is fine. For example, there's, there's, um, there's technology in this world. And I love the quote from Arthur C. Clarke is like, uh, you know, technology is indistinguishable from magic, you know, advanced technology. So it, what is uh, a spell gem or ship? Is it magic? Is it technology? Is it both? Right. And 
weaponry, right? There's a um, one of the races is the GIF, which I love. They're one of my favorites. They, uh, but they're really into um, guns. Like they're they're excellent. They make excellent hunters. Um, and so there's um, there's a lot of technology and and in this world because but the only people that can afford magic are the very wealthy i.e the rich the powerful the uh elite the 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 temple um it kind of reminds me of um arcane the league of legends show on netflix it's giving me a lot of those like vibes (laughs) arcane interesting the same thing yeah yeah oh my gosh that is such an incredible I saw show. <laughs> I, 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 I saw that. And you know, it was interesting. I, I did see that and I loved it. Um, you never know what seeps into your creative skill um, mm-hmm. because it's what you read. It's what you watch. It's what you experience. It's your yeah. time as a player. It's your time as a DM. All your past experiences kind of influence what you are. Same, I mean, I think it's the same thing with music. Like there are 12 mm-hmm. notes. They've all <laughs> been done in a certain order before. Like, right. you know, um, the, the, the one, four or five chord progression is, you know, uh, many, 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 many songs. <laughs> yes. Um, and so the, so I think it's like that. So I, I, it's interesting you say it's like arcane. I, I didn't, I wouldn't draw that parallel. Why do you say that? Oh, Mandy's frozen again. Well, I think it's because like, if it's the same thing as I'm thinking, it's like the conjunction between magic and technology and that the technology is advancing and even oh, the tech is becoming more magical. And that there's right. this authoritarian and, and, like and the, church type entity that's controlling everything. Yeah. Yeah. Also reminiscent of the also, Catholic church, you know, whatever. It, well, <laughs> okay. So sorry. Shots I, 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 I would never do that. I'm drawing parallels with like things in the real world. <laughs> like never, you know, the, no. the gap between the haves and haves not and, you know Mm-mm. no never and uh also <laughs> of course the, not. The, the core storyline behind arcane is is age old i mean um so campaign one i've shared after the fact but a lot of it had to it, a lot of it was based on the odyssey okay so uh <laughs> it's very cool the, the the through line not the details but the mm-hmm. you know there's uh, I think any so I have a starting point which you guys are going to experience in a couple, few weeks and and I have an end point <laughs> <laughs> but boy there's a lot of stuff that could happen in between um, the uh, yeah that's interesting um, so yeah the temple is the the power in the the land and. If you look at that map, you'll see that the the roadways, um, which also have between the different cities, also have parallel. Uh, you can take carriages and stuff, but parallel to every one of those those uh, brown lines are also uh, train destinations. Oh, so, cool! So traveling That's between, if, if if you put it, if you put the grid on top of it, it's a huge area. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, instead of a grid a day, um, which would be the normal, like I'm walking across the land um, that, that never excited me as a player doesn't excite me as a DM. So transportation can be on an airship, on a train, on a land barge. Like there are lots of 
um like think about like a mad max uh land train oh cool okay that's, that's I thought, super neat i thought murder on the orient express which would be a great <laughs> capsule episode but well um <laughs> there's a there could be an intrigue Ooh. <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> who would they blame surely not me surely oh not sur- surely not not the not, <laughs> not the uncharismatic rich poison who's a cleric yeah not, not that guy oh my gosh you might, you might be the get out of jail free card actually <laughs> like or get out of jail easier card <laughs> oh well you know he he is a dumb dumb so you know we'll see what happens right a rich dumb dumb nice oh my gosh that's so good um <laughs> I, so... I think it'll be fun <laughs> <laughs> um all right so my goodness uh a plasmoid <laughs> genderless uh warlock and uh uh, you're, you're, what's your, you're a Triton, right? Triton, yep. Ah, Triton. Yep. I uh, was going to make him a, uh, what is the bird people? Make him like Foghorn Leghorn, but uh, I just decided <laughs> against it. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I'll say, I'll, I'll say, I'll say. Uh, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say now. Uh, heal. Heal. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is a few cans short of a six pack. Well, I'll say, I'll say, you know, when a, when a chicken hawk is coming up against you. You gotta be ready. <laughs> God, this is gonna be fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, any last things? Uh, so, Mandy, you're also on Wizards of Wine um, yes. as a player. What? Uh, what? When does that uh, drop? Um, well, we play. Well, actually, the campaign runs every week, but there are two tables involved in that campaign, so we trade off. Oh, you alternate weeks which is really interesting. So tomorrow oh, is- right. One's Halifax and one's Vegas. Right. Yeah. So tomorrow's the Halifax episode and then the Vegas table will get together again next Monday. So it's Monday nights. Yes. Monday nights Got it. at 730, but usually it's closer to eight. <laughs> Got it. So. Yeah. So yeah, we're, stre- we're streaming live. So we're going to be like uh, 6 p.m. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> we're going to start on the dot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, like anyone else, I learned in doing, you know, entertainment and theater and other performances that if, uh, if I'm on time, I'm really late. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I always say, what's my call time? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yes. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Check out Wizards and Wine again. Um, I'm Michael Kermine. I'm the dungeon master for this uh, motley crew of wonderful people, and we start October 9th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, I should say. Um, thank you guys both for joining, Mandy Elliott, yeah. who will be playing a genderless plasmoid <laughs> um, warlock named Ublek, or U for short. Yes. <laughs> and so. It's going to be interesting if people go, ooh, what? Ooh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? Why do people keep calling my name? <laughs> and and uh, Keegan O'Shea playing uh, Rhett Lucozzi. 
Uh, <laughs> am I saying that right? Rhett Lukosi. Lukosi. Pleasure. Um, a Triton cleric. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's good. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining. Um, again, you can see both of their characters' sheets at uh, recklessmoves.com. And we'll see you on the stream.